Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Japan got a deal. The EU is negotiating a deal. And now, multiple Southeast Asian nations are the latest foreign trading partners looking to access America's coveted new electric vehicle tax credits under the Inflation Reduction Act. The Philippines, Malaysia, and Indonesia are among the countries calling on U.S. trade officials to broker a critical minerals pact as part of ongoing negotiations over the Indo-Pacific economic framework. That's a trade initiative the Biden administration launched last year with 13 other countries. Overall, the campaign by the Southeast Asian nations represents a balancing act for the Biden administration. The White House is looking to deepen economic ties in the Indo-Pacific, but it's also promising at home that the transition to clean energy will help to revitalize American manufacturing. So today, Politico Stephen Overly on the latest play for America's EV tax credits and the challenges for the Biden administration. It's Monday, June 5th. So there's a push right now from Malaysia, from Indonesia, and from the Philippines to essentially craft a critical minerals agreement with the United States, and in the process, gain access to some of the tax credits from the Inflation Reduction Act, particularly tax credits for electric vehicle batteries that are made with critical minerals from countries that the U.S. has free trade agreements with. And the way that they're doing that or trying to do that is through the ongoing negotiations of something called the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, which is this trade initiative that Biden is pursuing in the Indo-Pacific as he's really trying to kind of solidify relationships there and deepen economic ties in that region. And so for these countries, what they really have to gain is one, renewed interest in their critical minerals sectors. You know, these countries are big producers of critical minerals and are always looking for investment in processing and and harvesting those minerals. But really more than that, they're actually trying to evolve into economies that also manufacture electric vehicle batteries and manufacture kind of advanced technology. And so they see these IRA tax credits as helpful in, in that goal. Got it. And so where do negotiations stand currently and how does this effort fit in with other critical minerals agreements the administration has signed or is working on? So the Southeast Asian countries are pushing for this to happen. What's really not clear at the moment is to what degree the Biden administration really has an appetite for this. So these economic framework negotiations are ongoing. The Biden administration is hoping to finish those by November. And now these countries are looking to sort of introduce this element to those talks. And that does have the potential to complicate them. Ever since the Inflation Reduction Act passed, and we've learned more about how the Biden administration is going to implement the law, there's been a lot of global interest in these critical minerals deals. So Japan was the first to actually finish a a critical mineral agreement. The European Union is currently negotiating an agreement with the U.S., And we're seeing more countries, again, express interest, including Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines. So, you know, it's a very popular topic right now in in trade. For sure. And of course, expanding the list of tax credit eligible countries would also further inflame tensions between the White House and Congress over the Inflation Reduction Act and how it's being implemented. So why is that? 
These tensions over implementation have been the case for months. You know, Congress has been very vocal about ways in which they are unhappy with how the Biden administration is interpreting this law. And we saw that come to a head over the critical minerals agreement with Japan a few months ago at this point. Congress was very outspoken, both Democrats and Republicans, in criticizing that deal and sort of criticizing the way in which the Biden administration went about negotiating it, which was sort of very quietly, very privately, and without the approval of Congress. And so further expanding that list does create problems for the administration as it's trying to smooth things over with Congress. So, for instance, they're negotiating this critical minerals agreement with the European Union, and Congress has been very outspoken that they want that deal, if it does come to pass, to be different and more substantive than the deal with Japan. The prospect of doing any sort of critical minerals deal with these other countries in Southeast Asia as well is going to create additional political headaches. And just more broadly, remind us of the challenge the White House is trying to navigate here as it tries to balance the economic ambitions of mineral producing countries like Malaysia and the Philippines with its own promise at home to revitalize American clean energy manufacturing. Well, the Inflation Reduction Act kind of serves dual purposes. You know, it's trying to incentivize the adoption of clean energy and clean technology like electric vehicles. But it's also trying to spur the manufacturing of those products here in the United States. You know, those are sort of the two sides of the equation here. It's, you know, beneficial to the climate and it's beneficial to the domestic economy. Well, the challenge that this presents is countries like Malaysia and the Philippines also want to be manufacturing these products. You know, they also want to cultivate the workforce and develop the supply chains in their own countries to kind of produce these technologies of the future. And so that creates kind of a a natural tension where it will become a question of what gets produced in the United States, what gets produced abroad, and sort of the political conflicts that that might create. At the end of the day, the Biden administration is not trying to and is really not able to cut itself off from global supply chains. It will need foreign trade partners if it's going to kind of achieve its climate change agenda. But reconciling the needs of those countries with the needs of the United States is going to be an ongoing challenge. Also, on Friday, the Interior Department finalized an effort to block new oil and gas drilling on federal lands surrounding Chaco Canyon, a region in New Mexico culturally important to native tribes. Interior withdrew public lands within a 10-mile radius of the canyon from consideration for new oil and gas leases for 20 years. The order applies only to federal lands and does not apply to minerals owned by private, state, or tribal entities. It also does not block drilling or mining on existing leases. Interior said the move will protect 4,700 archaeological sites around the canyon, which the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization designated a World Heritage Site in 1987. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. 
Chevron is striving to lead the way in the energy transition. They're working to deploy carbon capture and producing renewable fuels, developing multiple solutions today while forging new paths to the future. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash energy in progress.